Welcome to African Teapot Podcast. My name is Exi. And my name is Lini. Join us as we journey through Africa's vast variety of culture and heritage. We explore issues most African families face, both home and abroad. Make sure to like, share, and follow this podcast. Join the conversation on social media and let your voice be heard. Welcome to African Teapot Podcast. It is one half of your co-host, Exi, and this is our very first episode of 2024 and of season four. I know, right? This journey started in 2020 and here we are. Thank you so much for sticking around. Thank you so much for anxiously waiting for us to drop our very first episode of the year and of the season. And um, I really, really, really miss you guys and i miss sitting behind the mic it's funny how i got exhausted and i needed the time off both of social media and from podcasting but i think you know a few weeks did us good you know we are all refreshed our ears are itchy and the gossip is boiling in the teapot right but um i want to address a couple of changes we're going to be having this season um before we get into our topic so the first thing you've noticed is i am by myself right so my co-host lini is not going to be here for a couple of episodes into the season because she's taking care of something off recording right she's taking care of something that is pretty exciting it's not bad guys so she's gonna be back don't fret she's gonna be back and when she gets here we're gonna grill her why she stepped away from her mic well i kind of know why she did but it'd be nice to grill her for you guys to know why she stepped away (laughs) right um i think that's an interesting way of looking at it but she'll be back you know and we'll miss her while she's gone i missed recording with her because we would have exchanged banter and stuff like that so i do actually miss her behind the mic um and at the same time don't fret don't be worried like oh how is this gonna look like if you're an og in the house then you would have realized that from season one i did this solo right so we're good i got this all right you know there's no nerves nothing you know just pumped up and ready for us to chit chat okay and she is too she wants all of us to have fun right while doing this now um another change is going to be the frequency of the podcast so now we are a bi-weekly podcast we are going to have two episodes each month and um the episodes are going to be much shorter but you'll just have two more episodes to listen to, right? Two different ideas. That's what you guys wanted, and I thought you guys deserved it. So, gave it to you guys. There you go. <laughs> and our last and most important change for season four is also uh, the inspiration behind our topics. So, each topic is going to be inspired by you guys listening and you guys who take the time to write in. Over the past um, two seasons or so, I really haven't aired the stories that you guys have shared Lini and I just kind of respond at the back and we really haven't aired that so this season we want to use your stories to inspire each topic that we're sharing um, so that you guys would also be part of us in the you know behind the mic if that kind of makes sense so we are going to start with the very first story that inspired today's topic for me all right this story was shared by Sama and Sama is from Cameroon and she shared the story and I thought it deserved today's spot for um, today's spot being, you know, the very first episode of the year and of the podcast. 
so um, it inspired the topic which is the twist of starting a new year and she writes my new year started with me still grieving and struggling with losing my baby just two months before the new year i still cannot bring myself to pack up all my baby's things which he did not get to use everyone is so encouraging prayerful and advising me but i just can't talk about my feelings because everyone seems to have something to say I focus on the new year to love my baby, but it is hard to do that when the new year is here and I've lost my baby. People around me talk about new year's resolutions and when I'm asked, I say, I don't have one made. It looks like I've given up, but the truth is I am not feeling like making one. I just want to be left alone and rest and be in my thoughts. I don't know if this means I truly have given up as everyone thinks or I will feel different down the line or I'm just feeling selfish in my grief. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to share my story with you guys. Can't wait for your feedback and can't wait to see if this gets to get aired. Right? Thank you so much, Sama, for sharing. Um, the first thing I'm going to say, I know you did ask for for our opinion and you wanted it to be on air as well. So I'm going to do that, give you my little advice. But the first thing is, it is tough going through loss during the holidays. Because the holidays is filled with cheer, there's you know, forgiveness, reconciliation, family, uh, love, uh, sharing, and all of that. That's kind of, of the spirit and vibe of the holidays. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I want to say this and also be like, if you are someone that spent the holidays being happy and having opportunities to reconnect, don't feel guilty about that. And at the same time, um, people struggling with loss, um, uh, grief. Um, it could, and when we say loss, it could be any kind of loss. Loss of a loved one, loss of a job, loss of property. It's, it's a lot of things people can lose. It doesn't matter what it is you, you you lost, but what matters is that your pain is real, your, if at all, it's depression is real, um, you know, and it takes a physical toll on you as well. So you do things that you can't even explain why you're doing it, right? You may find yourself selfish. Most often, grief, pain, loss comes with that. There's a little bit of selfishness in there um, because you are dealing with your emotion at the time and most people around you just have to be patient when that comes up right so i think there's an understanding first with that i just wanted to say that to you summer like you need to understand a lot of people when they tell you they understand they may not completely get the loss and everything but they understand that there has to be a process and some will never understand it i think those are two things that you just need to accept is your journey is your journey and some people will understand and be patient with you and there are others who will not be patient that's life right i just thought i should pass that across to you and as well you need to intentionally um redirect what your focus is on right do you want to all the time sit and just focus on the loss or you want to feel the loss 
along with replacing or injecting exciting memories you have. Maybe the things you wanted to do with your son, some of it could still be done. You look forward to it. Or you pass those aspirations on to somebody else. Maybe, like, for example, um, you said baby things that he didn't get to use. You don't have to do it now. Take your time, but maybe passing that on to another baby that needs it or another mother that needs it would help. So it looks like your son did have an impact in this world. Okay? I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I'm saying. Um, one thing you need to do is also look for support with people who understand your loss and are willing to listen or therapy, right? And therapy can be of any type, all right? There's no specific form, form of therapy. Um, also, you need to understand that a loved one wants to be celebrated and wants you to celebrate their life, right? So that's what I'm saying. The moment you're grieving, at some point, we have to grieve and understand that where they are they are happy and want us to be okay the same way when we are grieving we want wherever our loved ones are in the afterlife or heaven wherever you think that is you want them to be happy there and for them to be taken care of right that doesn't change the fact that you miss them forever you will but you need to come to a point where you know the way you are thinking about them, they're also thinking about you. So you need to think about them doing well and they need to think about you doing well. So when you're not, that kind of look at it like that is also affecting them negatively, right? So you living a full life, you acknowledging them, living a full life in their memory and things like that do help keep you well and keep them wherever they are well. Um, one thing with prayers is um prayers should not be like a routine thing the moment you do prayers like oh it's time to pray or i must pray right you take away um the benefits of doing prayers prayers is most times i say often like a form of meditation it's just talking to your loved one or talking to someone who also loves your loved one right so if you're praying to um whoever you believe in um you're believing that they love your son as much as you do or your loved one as much as you do if not you talk to your son tell them you miss them and things that is still a form of prayer right prayer is a conversation um it's a means of meditation that's how i choose to look at it so i don't know if that will help you because sometimes uh, the routine of just oh i gotta pray i gotta pray kind of gives it this robotic feel and so you really don't get the benefits sit and quiet your mind go through your thoughts and talk to your loved one is a form of prayer as well um that's what i have to tell you hopefully this helps but our thoughts are with you i'm sure that everyone who listens is gonna be supportive and i'm gonna keep communicating we are actually and i know you're listening um the important thing one thing you've done which is great so far is sharing your story the fact you're ready to open up and share it to so many people that you don't even know is a form of healing right and you don't realize it but a lot of the love that is going to come from people listening and understanding and you sharing is going to lessen the burden of you feeling like you you're the only one that knows right so we love your son we are sure he would have been a great addition to this world but we know he's a great addition to wherever he is okay now that being said when i listen to summer's story 
and she shared it, the first thing that came to my mind was talking about grief over the holidays. But I thought, I've gone around social media and I've seen a lot of that, people talking about that. So I thought, you know what, how about we talk about making New Year's resolutions, right? Like her having the pressure of people telling her, it's a new year, you gotta start over, it's a new year, you gotta, you know, like a rebirth. So I was thinking, what are the things that I have, you know, tweaked over the years or things that I have realized even this past year that we need to incorporate when making New Year resolutions or promises to ourselves, right? So kind of think about this like little tips as to how to make your New Year resolutions and how to keep them going throughout the rest of the year. So the very first thing that I always think about or I advise which works for me is the calendar start of a year doesn't mean your journey has to begin. Sometimes your journey already started before the 1st of January. Maybe your journey started the 15th of December, right? It doesn't mean that you must make a new one when January 1st comes rolling, right? So let's say you started a study program December or November. It doesn't mean you should graduate by January 1st or you should or you must make a new year's resolution January 1st like no don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself a year starts when it starts and for you what that means is whenever something starts you have made a promise at that specific time and you can keep to it all right um and at the same time um do not set a resolution as something that is new. I've just said that. Um, it could be reinforcing of something. So let's say 2023, I was going through where I was trying to say consume less alcohol. Um, 2024, I can still reinforce that. 2024, I still don't want to consume alcohol, right? So it mustn't be a completely new thing that you're doing it could be a reinforcement of something that you already picked up of a promise you already made to yourself right so um that's one thing that we need to realize another thing is um we need to see resolutions as a promise to ourselves um and not to give up while setting attainable goals in reasonable time frames and clear rewards at the end as well okay so what in essence i'm saying is a resolution is a promise to yourself first and foremost not to the benefit of others and um you need to set attainable goals you can't just say well i'm gonna buy a house 2024 when let's say for instance you've got bad credit or you don't have the finances so you can be like my goal is in five years i want to buy a house but for 2024 i'm gonna start by working on my credit or 2024, I'm going to start by being able to save $2,000 this this year. You see, that's an attainable goal, right? You can't just say, well, I'm going to buy a house this year. That's just unattainable if you have bad credit and you don't have the money. Unless you have plans to rob <laughs> or commit a crime, um, that's, an, you know, that's just a goal that is unattainable. And it's going to bring pressure on you because it's just unrealistic to get to and you're going to abandon that resolution and then you feel guilty for abandoning it and you may even start lying to yourself or to people that you made the resolution loud out to right so you you don't want to create a cycle where you have to do 
10 wrong things just because you put some pressure on yourself that you didn't actually sit through and put and pen it down properly, right? So if you don't plan it properly, your resolution is probably going to fail. That's what I'm saying, in essence. And we are trying for resolutions to succeed. Another thing that I also like to emphasize on is resolutions are boundaries, right? And discipline towards self-growth and not punishment. So one thing people think is that, oh, when I say I don't want to drink, it means it's punishment. No, if you look at the benefits of not doing it, then probably you are more in tune to stay true to that resolution versus looking at it like, I want to stop having fun because it's the right thing to do. No. Why is it the right thing to do? And you tailor it to your personal experience and to your personal need to kick that habit out, right? And when you kick habits out, I've realized that if you have nothing to replace those habits, you're going to look for another wrong habit or you're going to return back to it. That's something that I had done in the past. Trust me, it's, it's not like I'm bigger than most of these errors. These errors or things I'm saying are things that I have failed at and I picked over the years. And that's why I'm sharing it with you guys. And one last thing I also want to say is forgiving ourselves and being accountable helps us in resolutions. Sometimes we put a lot of pressure where if I say I don't want to drink 2024, doesn't mean if one day I sip a drink, means I should just throw my resolution out of the window. No, you need to give room to forgive yourself. Choosing not to drink or choosing not to um, stay up past midnight, um, choosing not to eat a certain amount of calories, it could be anything, or choosing to work out every day, you know, it could be whatever your goal is. It could be choosing just to make, not to make C grades in your classes. It could be whatever your goals are. But what I'm saying is you need to give yourself room for forgiveness because as humans, we may falter along the way, right? Some people have very strong willpower, they'll just get through, but the average human being is probably going to struggle with a new year resolution, especially if you're trying to kick out an old habit or pick up a new habit, right? You may find yourself struggling with it. It's okay. We need to be gentle with ourselves forgive ourselves so that even those around us are not going to judge us a lot about what we're doing, right? I said I wasn't going to drink, but I drank once. But guess what? Drinking just five times this year is totally different from drinking all the time last year, right? Going to the gym six months out of this year is totally different from not going to the gym at all last year. I don't know if you're making, if I'm making any sense. So it's kind of like if you don't forgive yourself, you're going to trash your resolution and you wouldn't do anything anyways versus making an error, forgiving yourself, continuing with the resolution. And then the next year you reinforce it. I think that's better. And then you realize probably in five years that thing has become a habit. And in five years, it your resolution has improved tremendously and probably in, improved in your life as well, um, your quality of life as well. So I just thought this were a lot of tips that I could share with you guys. Um, Let me know what you guys think and um, we'll continue this on social media as usual. I'll see you guys back in two weeks. Thanks for listening and make sure to join us for our next episode. 
follow African Teapot on both Instagram and Facebook for daily inspiration and motivation. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, African Teapot Podcast. Thank you.